You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. It's Thursday, January 28th. I'm Oscar Ramirez from the Daily Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is Reopening America. California and other states have begun rolling back some of their strict coronavirus restrictions as new COVID strains are beginning to circulate. New cases and hospitalizations are declining, causing governors like Gavin Newsom to let some businesses open at limited capacity again. Some say politics may be at play since he is facing a recall effort, but Newsom says that has no merit. Businesses and restaurants are happy at the chance to reopen, but some urge caution that it could be too soon. Emma Court, health reporter at Bloomberg News, joins us for more. Thanks for joining us, Emma. Thanks so much for having me. I wanted to talk about what's going on right now as states are trying to uh, ease their COVID restrictions. There's a lot of big states like California specifically that are rolling back some of their stay-at-home orders, allowing some businesses to start operating again, although at limited capacity. But it's coming at a very precarious time right now. These variants that we keep hearing about from the UK, Brazil, South Africa, there's some that have been spotted in the United States itself. So Emma, tell us a little bit, you know, kind of the balance that the states are having to work through right now. As you rightly point out, we are seeing states starting to loosen some of those COVID precautions at this time. You know, we've been in the biggest surge of COVID-19 for a long time now. And as those national numbers are starting to come down, we're seeing case counts declining, hospitalizations coming down. The trajectory of the pandemic appears to be easing. We're seeing states rightly take action and say, we think we can allow some kinds of economic activity to restart, for instance, in Illinois, you know, saying after months of not allowing indoor dining that, you know, indoor dining can resume in, in Chicago and suburbs. But, you know, it is a difficult balance to strike because on the one hand, you do see these encouraging signs when it comes to the data. On the other hand, we do know that there are some worrisome indicators on the horizon, including the emergence of these new variants, which bring with them you know, we know that at least one of these variants is more transmissible than the kind of current 
dominant strain of the coronavirus. But the other concerning aspect of this status quo is the fact that we know the vaccine rollout has been lagging behind expectations. And of course, the vaccine is kind of that key critical tool in terms of being able to promote immunity in the population and, you know, ward off further spread of disease. On that front, real quick, the CDC released some numbers. They said that about 45 million or so vaccine doses have been sent out, but really maybe 23 to about 25 million vaccines have been administered. So we're still playing from behind there. And the United States has a population of 331 million. So a long, long way to go on that front. We also know this is a vaccine where, you know, it remains to be seen, but we've we've heard a lot about hesitancy among Americans, people being concerned, maybe they were developed too quickly and, and, and being worried about things like anaphylaxis, you know, these severe allergic reactions, which have been reported in the context of these vaccines, but are, as far as we know so far, extremely rare. So there are factors around the vaccine rollout that still remain to be seen in terms of how successful it'll be. And we know there have been a a number of logistical issues in terms of just getting those doses to the sites and getting them in people's arms that are still kind of being worked out at the moment. Let's talk a little bit about California, obviously a huge state the governor there, Gavin Newsom, had these stay-at-home orders, restaurants, and he closed outdoor dining at restaurants. was a huge thing for local restaurants and businesses. So now we're seeing caseloads go down, hospitalization go down, and these restrictions are being loosened up. There's still a lot of people that say, hey, wait a minute, we could be moving too fast. Going back to that balance again that we've been talking about, there's a lot of other people saying, well, politics was playing a role in this. Governor Gavin Newsom is facing a recall effort And that effort has almost the amount of signatures they need to put it onto the ballot. So some people were saying politics was playing a part in this as well. And of course, Newsom has denied that politics are playing a role in this. The state has been pretty firm in saying this is based on the numbers we have, right? The case numbers, factors like declining hospitalization and test positivity rates, and this expectation that the availability of intensive care beds is going to improve. So that's what we're definitely getting out of the state. I think what's really interesting about California and has been kind of a consistent factor throughout this pandemic has been that California is almost sort of stupefied experts in terms of why has the situation in California been consistently so concerning, even though California famously early to impose restrictions, quick to take the kinds of measures we've heard experts advocate for. And it's led some people to think, Maybe the issue isn't the measures that the state has taken, but more this question of adherence to those measures. And specifically, are these measures so strict that people have decided, you know what, you say I can't eat outdoors at a restaurant. Well, I'm going to go gather in my friend's apartment and without a mask and we'll all get sick there. I mean, obviously, that wasn't the intent. I live in California. And anecdotally, I can say that's kind of true. People have been driven in and they are still gathering with their family members and we know that these are these points of transmission. So, yeah, I, w- I would say that, like I said, anecdotally from what I hear, that has happened. And that's been the problem, that COVID fatigue that we've talked about before is so huge right now. And people are just wanting to get back out there. And even for the restaurants themselves, that's such a huge point for local businesses. They're just hemorrhaging money right now, staying closed and even being at limited capacity, doing outdoor dining. Maybe they're not making profits, but at least they're not losing those vast amount of money. So that's where this kind of thing has been lying at. It's been tough for a lot of people. 
And the point you raise, I think, is a really those, that sort of anecdotal, those stories is an interesting one. I spoke with a public health expert who said, you know, we know from other kinds of diseases like HIV, for instance, or other diseases where you can impose different kinds of approaches to trying to prevent it or, or stave it off that, you know, encouraging this idea of like abstinence only, like almost like insects, like that you should just not do anything at all doesn't work as well as trying to mitigate risk, you know, different levels. And so he said, you know, California took this approach. They definitely needed to recalibrate what they were doing. Whether this new approach is going to work, though, depends a lot on whether the state has good contact tracing data to say, we know people, for instance, are gathering in private households and getting sick. And he says, we haven't actually seen that data. It hasn't been made very transparent by California. So it'll kind of remain to be seen whether this new approach works. And as adherence to the guidelines, the social distancing, the mask wearing, that's where we're getting conversations of like, should people be double masking? Should we be triple masking? You know, that was kind of uh, hitting the storylines this week, just as these restrictions are starting to loosen and people want to get out there. Should we protect ourselves more with masks now? So this is all kind of rolled up into it. And those are key things that we need to do as we start going back to business. Right. And I think another really important aspect of seeing states relax these measures is also looking at what they're doing in terms of relaxing these measures. So this week, we also got a report from the CDC, which said that school reopenings could be done safely if you took all the right precautions and also if you took steps to make sure transmission in the community at large was minimized and was as controlled as possible. And so when you're talking about, for instance, in Illinois reopening indoor dining and restaurants, it is an interesting question of, well, what about the schools? You know, are we taking all of the same kinds of, are we relaxing all the same kinds of measures we relaxed before? Are we trying to do this smarter, do this in a, in a way that could have more impact, you know, in terms of social and educational programs? Lots of stuff to go through. As we mentioned, that balance is so difficult and we want to keep it under control. So we'll see how these states do as they do ease these restrictions. Emma Court, health reporter at Bloomberg News. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this has been Reopening America. Don't forget that for today's big news stories, you can check me out on the Daily Dive podcast every Monday through Friday. So follow us on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcast. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 
What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.